Nah, but we have something special in, in, in place of bacon from making, right? Yeah, Absolutely, man. man. We got a, a Grammy winner, multiple Grammy winner, multiple you know co-owner and founder of Reach Records, Reach. a distinguished member of Kappa Alpha Psi Fraternity Incorporated, my frat brother. Shout out to the bros, yo to the bros. Uh, so he, this brother sold millions of records. Millions. Like millions. Real, millions. And over like a billion streams, like a bunch of like big numbers and stuff. Also, New York Times best-selling author. It's a lot of receipts there. That's I would crazy. say it's a lot of yeah. receipts. Make some noise. Lecrae is in the building this week. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast, bro. Yeah, man. What's up, man? Glad to be here. Welcome man. back to Nashville. Yeah, it's my uh, favorite place in the world. <laughs> Are you just talking about that, okay? Yeah. Oh. yeah. <laughs> the White Atlanta. <laughs> the White Atlanta. That, that's why Charlemagne calls that as well. He said, This is the White what? Atlanta. That uh, should be the title of this episode. The White, <laughs> the white Atlanta. Oh, right. man, how you been, man? I've been good, man. I've been good. It's good to see regular shoes. I've been on Broadway looking at boots all day long. So <laughs> you've been on you've been yeah, man. cowboy boots out there. Over yeah, there. man. So no, nah, it's good, man. Everything's good. Everything's lovely on the road. And just uh, you know, I had to stop by and uh show some love. Yeah, I appreciate man. that. Appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. It reminds me that one thing Nashville needs is some more cold sneaker stories. <sighs> Please. Ooh. Really if if you're out there and you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> Flight club. Yeah, mm-hmm. facts. Anything. Like, yeah. Come on to Nashville. We, we, we sound crazy to start a sneaker store in Nashville. Because we'd probably make a lot of money. Y'all actually. would. Yeah. Y'all would kill. That's kill a good business. It's actually a good business. Put it over there by TSU or Fisk. That's what I'm saying. Get yeah. Lecrae to fund it since he got all, <laughs> all these millions. All, all these plaques <laughs> when I walked in this room. <laughs> I mean, can, when I walked into the Get Out Mansion, I saw the plaques on the wall. We'll discuss the business that off camera later, but we'll talk about that sneaker store. That's a good idea. Right. Nah, so, but, but real talk is good to have you here. Yeah, man. Yeah. So speaking of numbers, did you reach that million uh, uh, mark on um, YouTube? I the did. subscribers. I hit a million subscribers, man. Go, I don't know man. what that means exactly, but I did. <laughs> it's so, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm old school. The kids like the clout. I like the money. I don't know <laughs> what it means exactly, but it's great. They can send me a plaque and everything. Right. That's, that's yeah, awesome. Man. Yeah. And that was strictly independent, right? Yeah, independent. That's yeah. the crazy part. Yeah. yeah, man. Just launched it, just trying to, I don't know, show a different side of myself and, and um different aspect of who I was and and people gravitated to it. You know, some silly stuff, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Some funny stuff and then just some serious stuff and just, yeah, man, talk about whatever. Yeah, man. Yeah. That independent thing you were talking about, though, because I feel like now independent is such a cool word. Mm. Like, it's become this thing where, like, it's it's, it's part it becomes part of your cool story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But really talk about how hard it is to be independent. Let's keep it real. Oh, like, like, how's the journey been? I'm all, I always hear, like, when I watch... um. Drink Champs, Nori's always asking people like independent or major, and he's always like major, major, major. And I get it if you came up in that system. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Um, I think 
because it's hard. Like, you know what I'm saying? You got to be the A&R, the, the video director, mm-hmm. the accountant, the bookkeeper, the tour mm-hmm. manager, mm-hmm. the merch manager. Yep. You know, you got to really, and if you, and if, and, and you got to find people who can do those jobs well if you're not doing those jobs. So, you know, it's a lot of infrastructure you got to come up with and you learning on the fly. So, you know what I'm saying? I remember just trying to learn how to do everything and you become, you have to go to school for everything. You working in the business, then you working on the business. Then you right. working in the business, then you working mm-hmm. on the business. So, you know, you really, I mean, it, you really have to be built for that. You know what I'm saying? And if you're just the artist, artist, then I would say, don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what if I'm you're saying? If you're the artist, artist then, then, then go major. Yeah. If you like the art, quintessential artist, you just want to be creative, then you you need a sponsor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a corporate sponsor. Corporate sponsor. <laughs> Yeah. It's important advice though because I think people think that it's just this cool rebellious path, but it, the hard work that goes into the brain power, the mm-hmm. continue learning, oh, right? Man. Like just, and, and the constant reinvesting in yourself. Yeah. Boy, that part. Yeah, that's that part for real. Because yeah. then you got to look at the the return on investment, and it's yeah, just yeah, working, yeah. and it's just not working. You know what I'm saying? And so that's a whole another ball game of just you know um, where you're gonna put your money. You know, I remember when I made my first album, I didn't take the royalties. I put the royalties into my next artist album mm-hmm. so I could get stuff off the ground. Mm-hmm. So it's just mm-hmm. that type of mindset that I took a bet. You yeah, know yeah, what yeah. I mean? And so, you know, I could have put some rims on the Suburban, man. But, <laughs> <laughs> but instead, I invested. <laughs> it paid album. off. It did pay off. It did pay off. It did pay off. Yeah, for sure. You see, I feel like kind of quiet when we start talking about in- independent. <laughs> I just... I'm, I love independent. I love independent and major. I think there's value in pros and cons to both. Mm, yeah, yeah. No, I, I agree. I agree. There's pros and cons. And, and and Craig, I know you for a while, like for one project, you partnered with Columbia. I did. How was that experience compared to what you traditionally knew? Like, Because right. um, that's a big major. That's one of the yeah, biggest labels mm-hmm. in the yeah, world. Yeah, yeah. I think, you know, there was some things that I would have never been able to do that Columbia was able to do, right? Obviously, mm-hmm. radio was a, a very essential aspect of the music industry at that point in time. And, uh, I wasn't. I wouldn't have been able to to make the type of investment in radio that Columbia was able to make. Not saying it was a financial investment. Just saying mm. the investment in radio. But just saying, like radio is a different. It's a different world. It's a different industry all in of itself. So, you know, Columbia was able to get involved in that aspect of the game um, and make some stuff happen over there. Um, of course, just the networks, right? Like that's really what a lot of the major labels have. They have those networks where at the snap of a finger, they can connect the dots to somebody else. And, mm-hmm. oh, I know so-and-so. And we, you know, it's like you you DMing, you know, whoever artist to get on the track and it's like just a phone call away from their A&R or somebody along those lines. So mm-hmm. you just got that access and that network. Um, and so it was a, it was, it was good from that sense of just being able to have access and networks. And my team, it was kind of like, that was graduate school for my team. They was okay. getting a master's education mm-hmm. in in the major label side of things. Watching how they do it. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They was getting a master's education on the label, major label side of things. So they was able to be a little sharper. The 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 downside, I would say, is that it's such a big system, they cannot turn on a dime. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So whereas a smaller team That's the key point. Yeah. 
it's a long lead up. It's a long jetway. Yep. You know what I'm saying? To take off. Yep. And it takes time to to the whole thing takes a lot more calendaring and time. And and, it, and that's not that's not a bad thing. It just you have to understand that going into it. That right. like you're not gonna come in there and then, then two days later every all the dreams come <laughs> true because they have the money to do it. Mm-hmm. Right. Then you have to there's lots of teams and departments and yeah, people that boy. have to all be working in one accord. Yep. To yeah. That's exactly what it is. So you know, you just got to know that you want to be you want to be scrappy, and get out there and do some quick stuff. That's not the and pivot quick. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. not. That's a it's a different model. But you know, things are changing. I think major labels got to adapt to the way things are now. So, you know. do you feel like um, radio is as important as it was when you when you needed it with when you uh, linked up with major? Do you feel like it has the same importance? I don't think so. I think radio is not dead, but it's not. It doesn't. I mean, five years ago, it was way more important than it is now. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? I would say TikTok is like transcended what radio was back in the day. It's like, if you don't have a social media campaign, what are you doing? You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? As far as your song is concerned. So I wouldn't say it's dead. I say it's still, there's still a lot of listeners, you know, that listen to the radio. But at the same time, um, people are using DSPs, digital service providers, Spotify, Apple, whatever, whatever, to explore. You know what I'm saying? So those playlists are are very valuable. And then on, on top of that, you got social media, which is like, that's how kids are discovering the music every day. So yeah. mm-hmm. it's a new ball game. It's changing rapidly. It's changing. Yeah. Yeah. I don't listen to radio. I'm just putting that up. <laughs> <laughs> so there's that. We sound crazy. Just hold on and I'll find you. I'm hanging on by your thread and all I'm clinging to is prayers and every breath is like a battle. I'll find so you. Featuring Tori Kelly with our special guest this week, Lecrae. Yeah. Man, you killed that. I saw you uh, recently with Breland yeah. at the Ryman. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to get my country on a little bit. So, yeah. you know what I'm saying? I'm building some bridges. You dig what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah man. Yeah, building some bridges. And Breland is a cool dude, man. Yeah. yeah. He was a guest on the podcast. Yeah. Breland, is, Breland is a breath he, of fresh air. He's talented, man. Yeah, he's, he's super talented. talented. That dude is cold at everything. Yeah. You, you've worked with a lot of people as far as collaborations is concerned. Yeah. Is it one that sticks out? The, people always, like... I've worked with, I mean, De La Soul, Shaka Khan, freaking, uh, I mean, BLB, Big Crit. I don't know. So, but to me, it may be because I spent so much of my youth on the West Coast. Mm. But Ty Dolla Sign was like a that I, he's that was big for me. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. I know it's not like I mean, I love Ty, man. He's so man. He's cold, man. If I ever took a loss, I learned a lesson. I won't ever think I'm better than the next man. I've been down you know, free TC albums. You know, you know my song. You know I love horses. Horses and stable. Horses and stable. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, my yeah. joint right there. He cold, man. Yeah, he yeah, yeah, he yeah. ratchet his all get out, but yeah. he cold. He's his tame. tone is crazy. And the thing bro. is, he can sing better than most of the R&B dudes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he can sing, sing. Yes. Yes. So, I, I mean, that was a dope moment just to be able to... You know, he heard the record and was like, man, I want to do a whole verse. I said, by all means, my brother. By all <laughs> means. You know what I'm saying? Clear some space in the record. Yeah, get on there. Feel free. Yeah. Uh, so that was, a, that was a vibe, man. You know, I, I caught a lot of flack for that. but uh, Did you? Yeah, because, you know, people was like, oh, man, you didn't dollar sign, you know, listen to this music. And I'm like, yeah, I understand that. But it's, that's not what our song is talking about. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So it's like. Let's talk about that, though. You, I'm. I guess I'm sort of surprised you're still getting slack, getting flack for that kind of stuff. Like I, thought, I feel like we we had evolved past that point, especially as it pertains to hip hop yeah. and how that converges with the church, right? Yeah. But is that still an obstacle for you? I don't know. 
I think I don't care as much. So it might be an obstacle. I don't care mm-hmm. like I used to. You know what I'm saying? Because because I get it from the standpoint of like, I'm from the culture of hip-hop. That's what I grew up in. Yeah. So I, I always understood that this is this culture that started in New York, mm. and it was kind of side-eyeing the South initially. Mm-hmm. And the South and the church are like, Intrinsically locked. Yeah. yeah. So you you know, for me it was like, you know, I'm 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 originally I'm born in Houston, Texas. I didn't, you know what I'm saying? I live in Atlanta. It's like, you know, my faith is an intrinsic part of who I am, but I think because it was this like culture, this East Coast, it's the 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 earth and the gods, the five percent of the science of everything. <laughs> it was like that that Churchy stuff is antiquated. It's it's like it's old school, and so it was a a bit of a button heads initially. Mm. And then church people, of course, you know they don't know what to do with hip hop because a lot of folks, it's the music they wasn't allowed to listen to growing yeah. up in church. So yeah. it ain't it ain't an issue now, mm. but it was an issue for me for sure coming up because mm-hmm. I was like bending genres. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, and first yeah. of all, bending genres always makes you have to work a little harder, but. It's it's interesting that cause I feel like all the genres have evolved at this point. Mm-hmm. Something that that they weren't yeah. twenty years. All yeah, of them, sure. all of them are all of them are unrecognizable. Facts. So it's not like it's 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 solely gospel music, right? Yeah. But I think we're past the conversation of is there a space for it? But what's the what's the report card you give for where hip hop is, man, as it pertains to gospel? But it's in general. What's your report card on hip hop? And, think, and, and, and Craig, I wanted to. Def- how do you define hip hop? Are you do you consider yourself a Christian hip hop artist? CHH is that how you describe? Here we go. Here we go with this. CHH. One. That's what they Christian hip hop. I've never heard that Christian before. Yeah. yeah. So here's the thing. Okay. I don't think Christian hip hop is a genre because there's not enough infrastructure. I think there are Christians who do hip hop. Just like there's no Muslim hip hop. There's no five percent hip hop. But there's Lupe's a Muslim. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Right, like, right, right. I mean, so it's kind of like there's no atheist hip hop. You know what I'm saying? So I I get why people like categories because it helps people get a distinct, like a distinguishing mark of like, what am I going to be listening to? Um, but I would say the, the uniqueness about me is that I am part of hip hop culture first and foremost. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like, I'm not just the church kid trying to rap. I'm like, nah, I was bread in this. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's a part of my ethos. Yeah. Um, I had a spiritual transition where I, I decided to talk about my faith in my music. But I think um, if you want to call yourself a gospel rapper, cool. If you want to be a Christian rapper, cool. You want to be a Christian that raps, cool. Whatever. People going to put you in the category regardless. They're going to call Beyonce R&B if she does a dance record. That's just mm-hmm. what it is. You know, True. Prince is going to be R&B yeah. no matter. It's just, you know, we got these categories for whatever reason. For me, I hold myself to a, to the same standard that, you know, Jay-Z or Drake or Kendrick is going to hold themselves to. So mm-hmm. I want to, I want the music to be dope and to be great. And yeah. I'm not just trying to like shove a message in there. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to speak from an authentic place. Uh, th- th- I'm glad you cleared that up. Because that's yeah. actually 
it, it changes the perspective of how people receive it. Mm. I think there's, there's, a, there's a stigma because the thing is the church is, church by, not maybe not by definition, but by perception is rigid. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, for sure. And hip hop is rebellious. Yeah, and so yeah. there's a part of like, well, where, the, where does the oil and water mix? They don't, right? Yeah. <laughs> so for you to explain like the, the core of why you do your music mm. makes a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah. man. Yeah. We sound crazy. Now that everyone knows how you eat, sleep, breathe hip hop, it's part of who you are. Yeah. What's your report card on where hip hop is right now? Um, I think you gotta look at it from the standpoint of that hip hop is has umbrellaed. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not one of them old heads who like, man, what happened to the boom bap and the lyricism? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Sounding like Chuck Harmony over there. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> nah, it just umbrellaed, man. It, it had the umbrella, and there's a lot of things that fit under that umbrella. So, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? It's like, you got to think, hip-hop, it used to have these distinguishing cultural marks. Yeah. It doesn't have that anymore. Everything's hip-hop now. It's everywhere. Like, yeah. you can't pimp. It used to be the baggy clothes, the certain style of dress, the way yeah. it's not. Sprite commercials are hip-hop. Like, yeah. Old Navy got hip-hop. And it's just... A part of pop culture now so it's not like this distinguishing thing you can point out right. like you used to be able to um so so now you just gotta embrace the fact that you know uh post malone or yeet it, or lil uzi or whoever are just as much hip-hop as j cole mm-hmm. and and joey badass like yeah. you gotta just embrace yeah. the reality that that's all hip-hop it's yeah. just an umbrella like there's there's sub genres almost underneath the genre of hip-hop mm. that's so, a good way to look at that's it. a good way yeah. to look at it. i also kind of feel like one of the big shifts was that hip-hop in my mind used to be region by region and they take their turns Mm-hmm. So New York had its time, then the, then the releases to LA, then LA, and then the South, again, yeah. and then the Midwest, and then that was almost what defined it. Yeah. And now, you if you're really doing your homework, you know where people come from. Yeah. But it's not like you, it don't matter. A city's running the game for two, three, four, five, yeah. maybe a decade. It's just international, yeah. <laughs> global yeah, yeah, hip hop. Yeah. If you if you got if you got enough equipment and you have some skill you can you can all you too can be a part of this you ain't gotta be from New York you ain't gotta prove you were you grew up on the street and on a certain block in that neighborhood and now you can't even tell especially with hip hop you can't it's so international you can hardly tell where people where people are from I didn't know Roddy Rich was from the west coast for the longest time right so it was like Uzi Vert he's from Philadelphia right yeah that's crazy. I didn't yeah. know Meek was from knew. Philly either. When, he sounded a little Philly. He, he sounded like, I'm a New Yorker and he sounded like he was from New York. I was convinced. Mm. Oh, okay, oh, yeah, okay, yeah, okay. yeah. He just has a very New York approach to how he hits the records, but it's like, it, you have to actually care and Google to find out where people are from. Yeah. And then once they get a certain level of success and, and the world takes it on, it really doesn't matter anymore to, to anyone. It's just whoever's the star. But it's, it's interesting to hear how you think it's changed because everyone has an opinion. It's the 50th anniversary of hip hop yeah. this year, yeah. right? Yeah. And everyone's talking about it, so. I came from that. I came from that regionalized type of environment, and it was hard for somebody like myself. Because you got to think, like you said, it started in New York. Mm-hmm. Then New York started infighting. Yeah. And it was like, oh, y'all want to fight against each other? Cool. The West Coast is just going to come over and dominate. Mm-hmm. The West Coast was cool with the South. <laughs> he got his death row shirt so, on. Shout out to death row. Uh, <laughs> Think? You know what I'm saying? And then the South said, oh, well, since the West Coast is running the game and they cool with us, then they the West Coast let them come through and do their thing. And um, and then you got somebody like me who 
No, I don't. I, I, first of all, I've lived in the South. I've lived in the West Coast. You know what I'm saying? But I'm heavily influenced by East Coast hip hop as well. Mm. And then I'm Christian. So there's like, people didn't know what to do with me. Yeah, right, right, it was right. like, we don't even, I remember I did the BET Cypher. They put me in the International Cypher. I ate all of them up. <laughs> I ate them all up. <laughs> ate them all up. I'm in there with Estelle and whatnot. No, shout out to Estelle. You know, that's, that's, that's the homie. But it just was like, I could. they didn't know where to, where to put me and what to do with me. So it was actually beneficial for me because it made me stand out even more. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was kind of like a validating moment. Like when you see Royce the 5'9 tweeting like, man, this kid is dope. It's like, wow. You know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like, so, but, um, but yeah, it's like that's, when I think about hip hop, I think about it, you know, it talk, hip hop has, the, the earlier generations of hip hop became gatekeepers instead of like, the rebelliousness that it started off as, like, hey man, you know, Rage Against the Machine, we're free, we should turn into like, no, you gotta do it this way yeah. mm-hmm. or this way. Mm-hmm. And it's like, dang, what happened? But right. you said that earlier, which is interesting, it was that like, uh, the New York hip hop almost looked down on mm-hmm. the South. That's definitely how we were raised. It was almost like the whole culture was like, we made it up, but also, the, you know, there's always that East. That that North versus South thing they teach that in schools. Yeah. Like, so yeah. my education was very much that the South was slower and not as educated and all that kind of stuff, which is totally a lie. Yeah. Right. So I would venture to say that nobody, and I stand on this, nobody on in the East Coast and up North saw the value of Southern hip hop, mm-hmm. and even predicted it would be it would be as influential and probably as long lasting probably now the most long lasting yeah. 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 the yeah. most yeah. long lasting yeah. and making the most bread right yeah. but I think because of that close minus they didn't really embrace it and didn't see it coming because mm-hmm. literally I mean besides growing up in New York besides Outkast yeah they didn't want to hear it <laughs> that's what I'm saying they and that's hear. crazy it was some music going on I know I had to play catch up yeah because it, it wasn't even getting played on the radio. So you didn't know what that existed besides you get L.A., you get New York, and, the, and surrounding New York. But it wasn't a whole lot until by the time it was like it was forced. Like you couldn't help it no more. I mean, at, at some point you're talking about like not, at this point now everyone's coming from literally, don't, don't, get, don't get, get crazy here, Phil, but from VA down. Uh, like by that, by, from that point on, yeah, it's like you can't really, you can't really. And even like I said right now, if I'm before being honest, it's like it's probably been the most long-lasting, most lucrative. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, big facts. I mean, you got to think about the fact of Andre 3000 is in my top five. So people sleep on that. And then, you know, the, it's the Southern influence. And then people, I mean, just in general, like people just, there's so many silos. Like people sleep on these these places and spaces. Like they slept on, like, what, what you know, it's like uh, a Christian rapping. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Meanwhile, millions of dollars in sales and albums later, it's like clearly there was a market. You know what I'm <laughs> right, 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 right. So you know, it, you know, it's like you got to keep an open mind. You got to have your head ready to receive all the different stuff that's out there. We sound crazy. You mentioned Andre 3000 being in your top five, but we actually want to talk about your Mount Rushmore of mm, hip hop, which yes. is four slots. Yeah. Yes. Who's your Mount Rushmore of hip hop? Mount Rushmore. Uh. Sheesh, I'm I'm definitely putting I'm putting three stacks in there, mm-hmm. and I'm putting Jay Z in there, mm-hmm. I'm putting Tupac in there, um, and then I know it gets tricky. That 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 fourth spot, um, this is gonna be controversial. This is gonna be controversial, but I'm putting Future in there. 
Whoa. Yeah. Oh. Put future in there. Because you wouldn't have what we have right now, Future. Future is no, the future is plot twist. Yeah. You wouldn't yeah. have what we have. Cur- the current state of hip-hop does not... I mean, you could interchange Lil Wayne, Wayne or Future. Yeah. You could yeah. interchange Wayne or Future. Okay. I think Wayne is like definitely... Probably Wayne over Future, I guess, because Wayne is really did pioneer a lot of what we see right now. Agreed. Like, they don't know they Wayne's grandkids. Mm-hmm. But Future took it to another level. So maybe Wayne. I'll say Wayne. So I'm going to go three stacks... Jay, Pac, and Wayne. Honorable mention future. Honorable, Honorable mention future. Yeah, I, I yeah. like including him because that's actually a really in, in, smart opinion about that. Yeah. Do you remember your very first experience with hip hop? Of course. Of course. He's <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Of course. Of course. Um, my cousins, I was in, um, I was in like, I was six years old. My cousins were sneaking and watching. Yo MTV raps. Mm-hmm. They weren't sneaking. I was. I was supposed to be asleep. Because, you know, back in the day, it came on late at night. So I got up, and I saw the rap videos, and I saw this world. And I was like, yo, this is crazy. And um, I used to just lay on the floor and watch rap videos with them every night. While, and, they, and then eventually they caught me, and they was like, come on, man. You can watch it. You can watch it with us. So I was consuming it all. EPMD, Rakim, um... I mean, Boogie Down Productions, Nas. I was consuming it all. You know what I'm saying? So just as a little kid, and then it just graduated and it kept yeah. going. Is it one song that sticks out the most in that period? Uh, microphone Fiend. Because I saw the little kid, and I could relate to him. He was be- in the music video. Was boom, boom, psh, mm. psh, boom, psh, That's crazy. Psh, psh, boom, psh. And I was like, I saw myself. You know mm. what I'm saying? I see another kid. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Mike, the mic, the microphone fiend, and I was like, "That's hard. That's mm-hmm. awesome." Man, yeah. But what's your first hip hop memory? Like, so, what song comes to mind when you think of like earliest hip hop days? Two Live Crew. <laughs> <laughs> he knows me well. <laughs> <laughs> Very first, I gotta. I'm going back to probably. Ooh, man. It, it takes me back. I'm trying to think of the very, very first. I'm thinking because my mom used to play music throughout. Mm-hmm. And the radio would be on. But I remember early on, like, and one of my cousins, like, she used to love, like, hip-hop early. So it's in that Salt and Pepper, Kid mm-hmm. and Play, mm-hmm. uh, in that pocket. A lot of Rock Him. But Big Daddy Kane is who I remember oh, going to yeah, yeah, elementary yeah. school. And my homeboy, Dion Chavis, shout out to Dion if you're listening or watching. He was, like, the connoisseur of music, like, in second grade. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, literally. He'd be like, yo, I got this new cassette. From who, I'm like, oh, everyone got that one person in their hood. But he's a DJ now in Raleigh, North Carolina. Um, that makes and, sense. And, but, um, but yeah, Kane, I would probably say Kane. So that, that all was in that same era. And then watching Yo and yep. uh, MTV Raps. And, mm. But yeah, but I, Kane is one of the first memories. So that's why I even talking with him and having his number now, I'm like, man, I'm talking to Big Daddy Kane. That's, this is like, it's like Flex. That's actually kind of legendary. Yeah, but, but so yeah, I think Kane and um, Kane, Kane and Salt and Pepper though. Because I remember, oh, yeah. like, hearing uh, Push Tramp, it. No, Tramp and okay. um, Push It was on that album, the Hot, yeah. the Hot Cool and Vicious album. But I remember that. And, and Kid and Play, because it was fun, and they didn't cuss. And so it was like, you know, my mom's like, oh, yeah, listen to that. They, they don't curse. You know what I mean? Like, uh, so, yeah, so it was kind of friendly, and they sampled up. <laughs> a little, it, was, it was PG. It though. was PG. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, but Kane was who I was like, yeah. And then Rock him, and then I got onto my public enemy and, you know, in the later years. And, yeah. yeah that was, oh, man, that bring me back. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Chuck? What you got? 
Probably Will Smith's parents just don't understand. Oh, wow. Yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah. I was a Christian kid. So. <laughs> that, was, that was a music video. Worked, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I would, for me, it's, it's probably Round the Way Girl, LL Cool J. Oh, uh, mm. yeah. I remember hearing that as a kid. It was like, it was like, it was, it felt like New York summer, and it, was, it, it felt like all the girls in New York yeah. at that time. Yeah. That's, that had to that's be like, crazy to experience that, like walk outside. In the we were just talking about that. I was just like, I didn't realize it about how influential it was being inside of it. Yeah. yeah. But I do know that like a lot of stuff that is now iconic. Yeah. Videos and plate like venues and stuff like that was just my neighborhood. That's crazy. And so we were I, dreaming about that. Yeah. Show. yeah. I, was, I, was, I, was, I was I was telling Phil that with the theater they shot the Killing Me Softly video for for the Fugees it was like it's on Twenty Third Street and Park Avenue. It's like like a a five-minute walk from where I grew up. Yeah. That's so crazy. we all knew when that, we knew when, like, they were doing album release parties for 112 or Biggie or TLC or Mary, and we would just all try to sneak in in high school because it was happening just in the hood. It was wow. happening all around. That's crazy. Yeah, and now, now, now it's all worldwide. It's yeah. crazy. Global phenomenon. Global phenomenon. We so crazy! Top five hip-hop albums. Yes, good question. All time. Top five. If we, if we had to delete all but five albums off of your phone. Right. Android or iPhone. I don't know what you have. All but. right. <laughs> Top five. Um, I'm going with, uh, for me. Ooh, that's tough. All right. I'm going Equimini by Outkast. And sometimes why? Nothing is for sure. Nothing is for certain. And nothing lasts forever, but until they close the curtain. It's him and I. That's a, that was a special one for me. It may not be everybody's favorite, but Equimini by Outkast. I'm going to Black Album by Jay. Who you know fresher than whole? Riddle me that. The rest of y'all know where I'm lurking yep. at. Can't none of y'all mirror me back. Yeah, hand me rap. It's like hand G rapping his prime. Mm. I'll take the Black Album over the Blueprint. I know that people, that's an ongoing debate. I'm taking Doggy Style by Snoop. <laughs> From the depths of the sea, back to the black Snoop Doggy Dog, monkey at the, the, the docks. That's a good one. Death Row. I'm taking Good Kid, Mad City. Okay. Now open your mind up and listen to me, Kendrick. I'm in your conscience. If you do not hear me, then you will be history, Kendrick. I know that you're nauseous right now, and I'm hoping to lead you to victory, Kendrick. Ooh. Wow. Like Kendrick. Kendrick. me heavily I probably would say I mean if we just talk about my formative years that influenced me then I'm gonna say All Eyes on Me by Pac as well so that would be my top five so All Eyes on Me Outcast Equimini uh Jay-Z's Black Album, Doggy Style, and Good Kid, Mad City. Yeah, them, them is the ones. Strong top five. That's a strong, yeah. strong yeah. top yeah, yeah, five. Yeah, yeah. Them is the ones. Good Lord. Yeah, Good Kid is, man, that was a, that was a crazy situation. It was powerful. You can't even question that top five. You can't. I'm, I'm literally saying try to dissect it. You can't poke holes in that at all. <laughs> <laughs> you can't poke holes in that at all. <laughs> Don't even try. Hey, man. <laughs> Listen, man. So what's next? What's, what, what, I mean, because you, I mean, at the top, Phil read off some insane receipts of things that I think yeah. many people dream for, but what's next for you? I mean, man, I didn't I didn't checked off the bucket list, man. I'm not one of them artists that's like, 
you know, I feel like everybody climbs the top of the mountain or strive, striving to get to the top. Mm-hmm. And then when they get there, then they just fighting to stay there. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's that's insanity. Like that's a that just you have to evolve. Mm-hmm. You gotta learn how to make the most out of the circumstance. So for me, I've had the number one album in the country. I've had Grammys. I mean, I, like I don't, I didn't touch the top of the mountain. I've met my heroes in the mm-hmm. music industry. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's like, what can I do for the next? Generation. What can I do for the next wave of individuals coming up? I think I feel sad for artists when they be trying to hang on too long. And mm-hmm. it's like, bro, you need to let it go. Mm-hmm. It's like, like, you know what I'm saying? I like I feel like LeBron, like, I'm just hanging around for Bronny to get here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, I, ain't, I ain't got nothing to prove to y'all. I'm just yeah. hanging around for Bronny to get here. That's kind of where I'm at right now. It's like, you know, waiting for the Bronnies to get there and, and help them. That's cool. Yeah. yeah, I respect that. Yeah. We sound crazy. In one of your, your raps, you said, Vince Bantu on my shelf. I read different. Yeah. I had to Google who that was, but I want you to explain what okay, that means. Okay, yeah. you dig what I'm saying? All right, so really really what it is for me is like, <clears throat> I got to give you some, some backstory. Okay. So I grew up, my mom grew up in church. She was like a part of a serious religious sect. And she rebelled against it because it was too strict. Mm-hmm. She couldn't wear pants, lipstick, mm-hmm. nothing, no stuff like that. So then she didn't impose church or Christian faith on me. She said, be a free thinker, explore. And I explored. You know what I'm saying? And I sought enlightenment and, and looked around. And then I landed my plane with the Christian faith. But she was also raised by the Black Panthers as well. So she was very pro-Black. So she was like, yo, you, you know, I, I appreciate the fact that you like m- moving in the direction of Jesus and whatnot, but, you know, you, you, you know, you are around a lot of these white Christians and how are they influencing you? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I really didn't think much of it. I was like, no, oh, Jesus is Jesus. What are you talking about? What's the big deal? Um, but I didn't realize when you do your history and your research that, and I, now I get it. Like, a lot of people, especially in the black community, are opposed to Christianity because they look at it like the slave master's religion. And when I started reading, like, ta Coates and James Baldwin and stuff, mm-hmm. I was like, man, I'm not trying to, um, you know, overlook my culture and my people. You know what I'm saying? So I had a, a crisis of faith. But it took people like Vince Bantu who takes you, like he's doing a trip to Sudan, who's showing people like the Christian faith didn't start with these Europeans in America. It's an Eastern faith that made its way to Ethiopia, Sudan, Mm -hmm. and it was even all the way to Japan and Asia. It's just that the people who were doing the writing, you know, when you write the narrative, when you when you're writing the history books, you control the narrative. That's, That's right. That's right. So the European culture was was writing the history books, so they was controlling the narrative, and and Bantu just helped me see that it's it's way more ancient, it's way more deeper, it's way more global, and it's not you know Republican, uh, conservative. European, it's not these boxes that everybody yeah. wants to check off. So that's great. That's, yeah. that's that's really really valuable information. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, I think it's important that no matter what your faith is, you have to do your homework. Do your homework. Got to. And then the the reading part is so key because I find that like obviously obviously the the base of Christianity is built off one and one very important book, right? Mm-hmm. 
but besides the Bible, it's important for you to read other things that you can learn, challenge your faith, yeah. mm-hmm. figure out how you feel about things that have happened in history and could repeat themselves mm-hmm. and where you fit in all that stuff. Yeah. So it's about doing history work, spiritual work, scientific work. Yeah. All that stuff matters. Yeah, man. And it strengthens your faith if you if it, it all ends in the same place, I think. Yeah. There's definitely. still there's there's still a whole lot that that can't be explained. Right. Facts. And, and that's <laughs> where cool. faith comes in. Right. Like yeah. there's still a point. Scientists will tell you there's a point where like yeah, I, I ain't got no more answers. No for, answers for you. Yeah. For right here. Yeah. So no answers. So yeah, so that was really important for me, man, because I was in a, a weird space. You know what I'm saying? And you know, I come from you know, I'm, I mean, I like a lot of people get to the music industry, especially church kids, and they feel like, I've never seen any of this before. And they go crazy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I was already crazy. I, was, <laughs> I lived a crazy life before I started walking with God. So I wasn't feeling like I was missing anything. You know what I'm saying? I was... I was a star on the yard, baby. Yeah, 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 Kappa yeah, yeah. New Kappa Alpha Psi. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and I was a star on the yard. So I, I, I didn't feel like you know I hadn't experienced all the wild stuff out there. It's just that when you hit a certain level, you feel like, man, I, I got more money than I've ever had. I got more access than I've ever had. I got these R&B shorties over here acting mm-hmm. away. I got... You, you know, want to you drop just, names? You want to give us a few names? That's cool. We okay. <laughs> Maybe if I play a song, you might... Hands up, hands up, hands down. We don't, do, we don't have to do that. We don't have to do that. Because uh, this is my friend. Like, this is my friend. Well, I know someone. Just, that's what just, gonna, just, you know what I mean? Just know that ladies love cool Lecrae. All right, that's what you need to know. Hey, just just know they've never been featured on any of my projects. That's all I'll tell you. Cool Cray. No features. Cool Cray. Cool Cray. We sound crazy. That gon' hurt my average. I said, thank God I ain't average. Yeah, I'm a bright young man. Bright young man. Kill the GPA. Man, coming in hot. Coming in hot. Hey, man, that, that record took off. So, man. Shout out to social media. Social media. Mm-hmm. Shout out to social media and, uh, Shout out to Columbia for not taking a chance on that record. Sorry, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> so Columbia had this song and didn't? didn't? Didn't touch it. Didn't touch it. I was like, yo, man, we got this record. I feel like it was like... Uh. But see, I get it because at the time, they were thinking only through the lens of radio format. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that's not a radio formatted song. It doesn't fit urban. It doesn't fit... You know, rhythmic exactly. It's like people didn't know what to do with that record, so it's like, hey. Well, it looks like a million plus people did because it's platinum. <laughs> uh, all right. yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, well, there's that. <laughs> crazy. We sound crazy. One thing about what we do here is we play a couple games just to make sure that we're getting your side, of your take on things. So we yeah. have a game here called Keeper Kill. Okay. And um. Okay. I think you know the game, but we'll, we'll throw out two options. You decide which one you want to keep, which one's got to go for. All right. Got to go. Got to go. So, um, ugh. Just like a, a it, shot game type of drill. It, it is, it is. It's too early for shots, though. I mean, it's too, it's too early. <laughs> Water or, shots. Or, or is it? Or, or, or is it? Or is it? Um, you, who wants to start? You want to throw one out? Wu-Tang Clan or Tribe Called Quest? Oh, my Ooh. gosh. Ooh. Oh, man. Ah oh, man, that's rough. That's rough, bro. Um, hmm. I'm a ah. Uh, I'm a go with the woo. 
Sue. <laughs> I'm going with the Wu Tang only because I think, um, you know, they branched out in some unique way. I think Tribe definitely has a lot of kids and influenced everybody for sure. I mean, it's not really a good argument. It's just the argument that I have. Mm-hmm. Right. It's just that, you know, Wu branched out and gave people a whole bunch of other artists that. You know, we wouldn't be watching CSI without Method Man right now or whatever mm-hmm. show he's on. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and it was grimy. That was kind of my style. You know what I mean? I was just, I was more like a jock, baggy pants, grimy, gold. Just, I like Woo. I'm going with the Woo. Right. Yeah. You should, uh, people should check out that um, the show. The show on oh, Hulu. Yeah. yeah. Have you seen it yet? I, I've been watching it, man, but some of the ca- Ghostface character, I feel like they could have made him a little more edgy. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah, Raekwon's, yeah. he's killing Right on, right? he's right on it. Man. What do you think about the RZA character? I don't like it, bro. You don't like it? It's just too much. It's like, it's like, yo, what's going on, everybody? Yo, my man. Hi, Yo. We need you in the studio, God. I'm the abbot. It don't be working for me, man. I don't know. This is too much. It's crazy because RZA is actually a part of the process, so I I guess that's how he he chose that person. I guess. That's how he see himself. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. It doesn't do it for me, but I get it. Yeah. All right. So, so deaf or bad boy? Bad boy. Not even a question. He didn't even that's twice even, about that's, that. What are we talking about? What are we talking about? What is, what is, what, you tell me what's so, so deaf. This is Southern guy saying bad boy. Right. You know? but you tell, yeah. I want you to tell me what so, so deaf has given us besides records. I want you, what artist did so, so deaf give us that is instrumental right now? Come on, five, four. Three, two. That's what I'm talking about. We got about. escape. No, see, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> the Brad, the Brad. He got jacket edge. I don't want to take nothing. Bow Weezy. I don't want to take nothing from none of them. Bow Weezy. I'm not taking nothing from none of them. Nothing from none of them. Well, you talk about Biggie, and then you talk about Mace, and then you gonna give me Bow Wow and Criss Cross? That's not a conversation. That's not a conversation. Right. Well, how about this one: Cash Money or Rockefeller slash Rock Nation? <sighs> Ooh, that's hard too, man. Ooh, <laughs> that's things. Ooh. Like Rock, Rock Nation and billionaire boys <laughs> over there. That's that's things a little bit. Hey, but, but don't they cash money? Wayne, cash money, Drake, yeah. Nikki. Yeah, it's a it's a real it's a real I, conversation. Man, the you know what? That's hard, bro. But I'm I'm I what I'm doing in my brain is running through the catalog. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, as I'm yeah. running through the catalog, I think as much as I love Cash Money and everything that they have provided for us, I'm going with Rock, with Rock. Because I think if you you said Rock all the way to Rock Nation. Rockefeller slash Rock Nation. Yeah, that's to too money. much. Yeah. We don't have we don't have the last three Super Bowl performances without Rock Nation. <laughs> I mean, they just—it's got a perspective. <laughs> they is a powerhouse. Yeah. You don't have entertainment <laughs> without Rock Nation. All right, <laughs> it's it's something special. I mean, they, to me, that's the blueprint. I ain't gonna lie to you. Rock Nation is like—that's a blueprint for what I would like to see my career look like. If I could figure out a, a way to aggregate if the, the 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 Christian community the way Jay has done it with the hip hop community and mm-hmm. just like, man, that would be crazy. I mean. Yeah, man. The, the thing about rock and and cash money and young money, same all this, all the same thing. The thing that makes them so special is that everyone is killer on their own, but yeah. they really are team players. And I don't know, I don't know the back. I'm sure there's you know there's always something, but 
how it presents in the public yeah. is that like when Jay calls, they show up. For sure. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? When Wayne calls, they show up. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And they all bring their best. And that's I feel the same way. I would love to just have the super yeah. friends like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I like I feel like Jay's business acumen is really high. I don't I don't know. I could be wrong, but I feel like Cash Money's like uh, two cell phones and Republic Records. <laughs> that's, that's literally what it is. <laughs> and burning the attorney. So three cell phones and Republic. I don't know. Shout out to, to Stunner. <laughs> so it's a different setup. Yeah, what you're saying. yeah. So it's a different setup. Okay. Yeah. All right, we got. Let's see. Let me throw a few more at you. Um, man, this is, this is gonna be fun. Michael Jackson or Prince? <sighs> this is a very unpopular opinion. But I've never really been a massive Prince fan. Mm. So, I know. Phil has quit the, has quit, <laughs> has quit and is leaving the building. <laughs> I, I'm not taking nothing away from the man. Right, right, right. He was incredibly talented. But I just, the music wasn't for me. Mm. I don't know. It just never was. That just wasn't Whoa. my, that <laughs> wasn't my thing. <laughs> It wasn't my thing. This has never come up in all of our discussions, and I'm really disappointed. MJ, yeah. <laughs> I'm going with MJ. I, I, I don't know if MJ did what they said he did, but I'm assuming he didn't do what they said he did, and then it's MJ. Now, right. you know, I can always recant that if some more facts come out down the line. But, uh, yeah. you know, I, I'm not taking nothing away from Prince. The man could dress like none other. The man... Could make pancakes and play basketball. <laughs> like, no, no, no. <laughs> I, listen, I'm not taking that away from him. I'm just saying. I just was never, the music was like, yeah, I don't know. Timbaland or Pharrell? I'm going with Pharrell. Pharrell's timeless. Mm. Timbaland had, Timbaland is a game changer, but I think Pharrell, like, is like, he found a way to continue to, like, create and, create like timeless music you know what I'm saying so and, and I, I, you know I figured out Pharrell's secret Pharrell like takes stuff that already existed and then like it's like oh y'all forgot about that yeah let me run that back in a new way mm-hmm. and it's like dang yeah. you know what I'm saying he's mm-hmm. like he samples in a whole nother yeah Pharrell's the he's the goat man R. Oh. R. Kelly or Babyface what are we talking about <laughs> What are we, why would you bring this up? Do you, want, do you want me to get canceled again? I've been canceled seven times already. Yeah. What are we talking about? I understand. As a writer producer, I mean, oh, my Lord. what are we talking about? Okay, I'm, I'm going to, even if I felt like it was our case, the answer is baby face. The answer is always going to be baby face. The answer is whoever is against our case. How about that? The other person is. Uh, SWV or Escape? Um, I like. Escape was ratchet, and I like the ratchet energy. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But I'm going with SWV just because the, the records. I feel like it's kind of wild to to go to like Cascade Skate Rink in 2023 and a SWV song come on, and the the teenagers know. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. It's like what? How do y'all know this record? Yeah, yeah, classic. It's classic. Yeah. So that's SWV. All I, got, day. I I got one for you. Kanye West or Future? <sighs> That's a good one. Dang. Mm. Mm. That's tough. I'm a man. That's tough. See, I think 
I'm gonna go with Ye, even though I that would be they they that's tough and us because I'm in that I'm like the oldest millennial in the in in a lot of spaces, you know what I'm saying? So the, it's like I can experience the Gen X Kanye mm-hmm. and the millennial Kanye, but I can experience all of what Future has contributed. Whereas like I feel like my Gen X community don't really care about Future. future. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So I see his contribution, but I'm a, I'm gonna go with Ye just because I see I know I really don't feel like I would be where I'm at if it wasn't for Ye in some ways. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like he made it. He I feel like he's one awesome. of the biggest hip hop game changers in the I mean, listen, he's controversial. he's rock and roll and controversial in all the ways. Yeah. But musically, man. Nah, he's a genius. Change the game. Genius. Make some noise. Look right. Keep it kill. I'm glad it wasn't a shot game, boy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you have been done so. Man, that's <laughs> that was rough. Crazy. We got a game here of We Sound Crazy called Word Association. Oh, yes. I'm going to pass the mic <laughs> to my brother, Chuck Harmony, <laughs> who's going to tee it up, man. Word Association, just, what, Chuck, what is it? They basically say the first na- thing that comes yeah, to I'm, mind. I say a word or a name, and then the first thing that comes to mind. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> Tori Kelly. Uh, sweetheart, uh, incredible singer. You know what I mean? The black girls love her. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Church um, closed four. Um, one of my my one of my magnum opuses. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Just, that's it's a grown man music, baby. Yeah. Black church. Uh, still necessary, overlooked. People don't realize what the black church has done for. You know. Centuries. I mean, we wouldn't have made it through slavery without the black church. You know what I'm saying? So, true, true. Yeah. Atlanta, GA. The Mecca. You know what I'm saying? I mean, where else do you want to be if you, you you know, you black in America? That's like, I mean, that's no greater place in my mind. I mean, you know what I'm saying? It's like music, business. I mean, my, my orthodontist is black, man. Come on, what are we talking about, <laughs> man? That's like, it's my, for the record, I do have a black orthodontist and dentist here, you know, in, in Asheville. In, 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 in white Asheville. Atlanta. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? And I'm sure you worked very hard to find them. Ah, easy. Uh, okay. Right. Uh, Eddie George. Shout out to Eddie George. Oh, Eddie George. Hey, hey, that's, 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 that's what I'm saying. That's okay. Yeah. Got the hook up here. Yeah. yeah. Tennessee State University. TSU, man, that's like... Hope you can get. Hope you. Hope you disciplined. If you want to graduate, <laughs> hope you disciplined. Just lots of fun. Just lots of parties. Lots of just. It's. I don't know, man. Just you know, uh, be safe and uh, be safe. <laughs> <laughs> said, be safe. <laughs> I got one. Social media, necessary mm. and dangerous. You know, it's a it's a necessary danger. Like, uh, yeah, it's like having a gun in the hood. You know what I'm saying? You need it, but be careful. You know what I mean? Bro. So you need it, but be careful. Yeah, that's the best definition of social media. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Yeah, man. You, you need, need it, but, but be, be careful. careful. I, I gotta remind myself of that. Me too. As I open up my phone to, to tweet because you know sometimes I get them Twitter them, fingers. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah, them trolls be. You know what I mean? Like, nah, yeah, you need you know. it, but be careful, Phil. <laughs> Don't do that. You know, yeah. just keep just keep your jobs. You know what I'm saying? You know? <laughs> keep your jobs. You know what I'm saying? Don't get canceled seven times. Boy, it's not fun. It's not fun. Pray the author. Um, I feel um, uh, more depth. You mm. know what I mean? Like, there's only so much you can say in a song. 
Um, but in a book, you can really like put it all out there. You know what I mean? I got one of them with me today. Yeah, yeah. restoration. Yeah, you dig so. Um, but they're hard to do. So I don't. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like. You ain't gonna get a book from me every year. So. <laughs> <laughs> Back off. Give me some time to write. Yeah, yeah you feel Live me? Live and then write. Yeah, feel me? Yeah. Last one. Hip hop. Um, I mean, it's my my culture, man. It's how I see the world. You know, the lens that I see the world through. Mm. Um, you know, it's why Allen Iverson was my favorite player. It's why I... Uh, <laughs> you gonna find Virginia. You gonna ride with VA. Yeah, that's cool though. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, hip hop is why I am the way that I am. It's why I'm like, yeah, it's why it's it just is it, it defines me in so many ways. I'm sorry, I lied. One, one more bonus one, all right? Okay. Yeah. God. Oh. The I mean, the foundation. The I mean, God is my reason for being. You know what I'm saying? So mm. Other than that, if it wasn't for God, I'm just a cosmic accident. I'm just a bunch of random cells and molecules. There's no purpose. There's no point. Why I'm just existing. But mm. you know, like that's why I have purpose, man. Mm. Yeah, wow. that's a great answer. Yeah. Crazy. Esther Roll. Award. Actually, Esther Roll. I can feel her moving. Esther Roll, the actress, the singer. Come on, man. She released the album in 1975 called Garden of My Mind on Savoy Records. My oh my gosh. Man. Isn't that a sample waiting to happen? We've been saying that, we've been saying that forever. It's a, it's, a, it's a crazy sample. So, so Craig, here at the We Sound Crazy Podcast, we have the Esther Roll Black Excellence, Excellence Award. Award. Uh, yes, otherwise known as the Irby. Because of that song and that album, we decided to create an award that was honoring black entertainers, past, present, and future <laughs> mm. that uh, that don't get all the love they deserve. Mm. So there's there's a handful that get, get awarded. I won't say overawarded, but a lot of people, you know, I think need to get more love. Mm. They flowers now. Mm. So we nominate someone. Everyone nominates. We vote. We choose, and then we give our Irby to someone every week. Mm. So now, now that you're part of the crew, you're part of the voting. Wow. System. Okay. I'll kick it off. Kick got it a nomination. Off. Kick it off. His brother, we were listening to him before the cameras went live, and man, he's done so much for hip hop, but just art and music videos, and man, it's Buster Rhymes. My nomination is yeah. Buster. Yeah. Shout yeah. out Buster. to Buster. Buster. Mm. That's, that's a good one. That's a great one. Mm. Who you got, Clark? This is not hip hop, but it's someone we were talking about yesterday. We were talking about with Grand Ole Opry yesterday, and we were talking about this, and I was like, yo, Barry White was a G. And and I, I was telling I was telling Chuck that uh, I got introduced to him with like in them slow what was the song what's the song from the from the night practice what you preach yeah and I was I wasn't a fan of that song so I had to go do my homework but him as, a, as the orchestra yeah. 
It was heavily sampled, but even Benjamin's all about the Benjamin's. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah. like I don't even realize how much of a master master musician he was, mm. and how much of a leader he was in terms of building a sound for black music. So I'm nominating Barry White. Mm. Who you got, Lecrae? I feel like, um, in terms of like, don't get appreciated as much as they should, but. Like had a heavy contribution. Um, I think that the hip hop community, once upon a time, thought he was great. But I don't know if DJ Premier gets his flowers mm-hmm. like he should. So, That's good. That's DJ yeah. Premier. Yep. Yeah. You got. You got I, was, your... I was gonna nominate a group of uh, producers too. Um, the Hitmen. Oh yeah. oh yeah! Oh yeah! It's gonna be a hard vote right here. They did everything, they did everything. And, everything. and I think they, Yikes. I think they stood behind Puff in, in such a way that they don't get their flowers, but yeah. they deserve as a collective because they changed. Like when you were talking about hip hop and what that meant to you and how you were so influenced by it, they they were a part of that. Yeah. You yeah. know, those guys was creating the soundtracks for that. So Shoot, they didn't get their Benjamin flowers. Benjamin very yeah. white. Yeah. Eric Angeletti, uh, Ron yeah. Lawrence, yeah. Uh, Stevie yeah. J. Yeah. 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 yeah, 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 yeah. They didn't wow. get their flowers or they published it. <laughs> <laughs> they got none. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> um, so just to recap, Buster Rhymes, Barry White, DJ Premier, and The Hitman. Yeah. So now we take it to a vote. You can vote multiple times, more than um, more yeah. than once on yeah. this first round. And if we come to a tie, we'll we'll, we'll, we'll take do it a tiebreaker. Yeah. All right, Buster Rhymes. Gotta go. Buster. How are you going? Bust. That's my first concert. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Buster's first. nuts. Yeah. Barry White. Nah, I ain't voting for Barry White. I'm sorry. He's a, he's a, he's a, he's a, there's, there's three for B Dubs. I don't cool. know one Barry White song. Probably. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. It's all good. It's all good. DJ Premier. The Hitman. <sighs> All right, so this is a tie between Hitman and, and Busta, which is... Ooh, yeah, sorry, Hitman, next time. So we vote. This time you can only vote once. Oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> so only vote once. Start already apologizing. <laughs> sorry in advance. Yikes. All right, so we're going to go uh, it's between Busta Rhymes and The Hitman. So right. we'll start off with Busta Rhymes. Sorry, man. Sorry, man. Like I said, y'all my friends still. I just don't about? Yeah, put your that? hands on my eyes. Right, 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 Come right, on, right, man. Right. What are we talking about? Uh, I mean, it's so deserving, all right? Man, yeah. congratulations, Buster Rhymes. You are this week's winner of the Estival Black Excellence Award. 100%. Yeah, 100%. man. We sound crazy. Man, it's been a pleasure having you here. It's been great, man. Now that's that you know the, where the hideout's at, come yeah. back to the podcast. Come, come keep us up. Post on what's going on with you, but just come talk. Yeah, 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 yeah for sure, man. I'm, 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 I sent my location to a few people today just to make sure I was safe. But now, <laughs> now I know I'm now good. You know you're safe. Yeah, you can come back. Right? Yeah, yeah, for it's sure. The hideaway. Yeah. It's the hideaway out here. We it's like the, you like that. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, not, man. it's not for everybody. Hey, man, it's all good. I'm, you know, you could get killed or you can have a great time. You know? <laughs> so I don't know. It just depends. You never know. Yeah. Uh, make sure to follow us on all platforms at We Sound Crazy everywhere. Also, We Sound Crazy. And shout out to Visit Music City. So if you're in Nashville, visit Music City. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. How we end this normally is that we uh, we ask our, our esteemed guests to pick a song that uh, you feel like we should go out with that encapsulates the conversation and the mood. So mm. <clears throat> the sky's the limit here. Mm. Featuring 112. Mm. <laughs> I'm going to go with, I'm gonna go with uh, Oldie But Goodie. 
don't know if it's a goodie, but I'm just thinking of the what the conversation in uh, I used to love her by Common. Comes mm. to mind. Oh, that's, that's a great one. Yeah. It's a great that. one, man. Yeah. Thank you, Lecrae. Appreciate yeah. you, brother. Yeah. yeah, we're gonna close it out. Common until next week, y'all. We sound crazy. We out of here. Peace.